Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 522 here in the Kiva AM 1600 KIVA 93.7 FM. Fideo! Gotta love Fideo. Having a lot. Oh, you know, my uh, my parents will make you Fideo if you don't know what that is. Oh, it's just like great uh, wrapped up little spaghetti and it's almost like in a, in a chili sauce. Mmm, oh. so good. I, I don't know. And uh, uh, chilaquiles, have you ever had that? I, I don't think over at Cochina Azul they make uh, any food that my grandma used to make. Uh, I, I, You know, that's one of the reasons I love New Mexico because yeah. uh, I get to eat, eat things I've never even heard of. Sometimes I don't even know what's in it, but I know it's delicious. It is always a discovery. <laughs> what's a calabacitas? Yeah, so it's zucchini, zucchini. squash with okay. corn, okay. you know, seasoned, and uh, it'll have a little bit of green chili in it as well. It's uh, perfect. You can eat that. It's practically without calories, and you just eat it uh, by, by the truckload. Nice. So my dad uh, grows uh, zucchinis and squash and all that kind of stuff. Let me uh, get to your text. Uh, just very quickly, to answer your question, there are three Regal Cinemas in the greater Albuquerque area, uh, Regal High Ridge. Uh, Regal Cottonwood and Regal Winrock, where they have an IMAX theater. So as these businesses That's the new one. potentially go out of business, uh, you know, particularly with an IMAX theater, I mean, this is uh, so not the Regal, good. Regal's gone then. So those uh, they've decided to go ahead and shut down entirely 500 theaters, three of a year. Uh, the Winrock was probably the best one, oh. uh, I would say. Uh, recently opened up the uh, last two, three years. And then uh, AMC, the rest are all AMC, I would imagine. I think so. And Cinemark. Uh, Century Rio. Uh, is that a Cinemark or AMC? That, that is a Cinemark, I think. And then, but there's one called the Icon Cinema, which is a family-owned. Yeah, uh, that's up in uh, Central, Fort Hills, Southeast. Yeah, Fort Hills, Tramway. Yep, yep. And the uh, people who own that, they were, I believe, if they're not, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're from Roswell. Oh, okay. I'd love to get that uh, guy talking about uh, his uh, business. But, well, we do know that Los Alamos lost its only theater a couple months ago. So. By the way, here are my uh, to my friends. I'm a third degree knight. My fellow Knights of Columbus uh, people, make sure this is your time to go out and protect your churches. Your council should be getting together. So head on out and protect your churches. Uh, I am uh, getting word that uh, there is going to be a number of vandalism, a number of things oh. that are going to be done to local area Catholic churches. Uh, I'm sure. That uh, Father uh, Father Thomas Chavis over at uh, St. Therese will approve because he likes that uh, progressivism. So um, there you go. Uh, let's see. Ryan uh, texts in, satellite coffee at Journal Center appears permanently, permanently closed. Could you check that uh, sure. out? Yep. Um, let's see. Eddie, fly on the wall, says the Wicked Witch of the North will be closing down indoor dining again. Unless I'm missing something. Yes, cases are up, but deaths are flat and hospitalizations are down, actually. They're not flat, they're down. Justification, but her feeble mind tells her to panic and scare everybody else. Is my thinking skewed? No, you're exactly right. Play to the panic through, pay to, play to the panic all the way through the election. Uh, hi, Eddie. One of the reasons to be wary of the mail-in ballots is that every piece of mail that goes through the hands of powerful progressive unions. That's right. Not all union members are bad, but a few strategically positioned hardcore members could divert a few thousand ballots a la the Socialist 2018 election. Uh, that's from the Duke. And uh, remember, I've got Mike Geyer, uh, uh, hour three. It's Father Vincent Chavez, not Thomas Chavez. Well, you know. Sorry. Uh, Satellite uh, Coffee on their website, it's listed at the Journal Center location is listed as closed. It doesn't say closed forever, but it's listed as closed. Well, closed it is. Today, uh, tomorrow, the day after. 525 on a Monday. I would imagine if they were really open, they'd be open right now. Yep. So. Uh, Ryan, I probably would think that uh, I'd be hedging on that side so far. Let's just talk about these poor restaurants, and that's an independently owned one. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, Okay, as of today, Monday, October 12th, Columbus Day, do not go to another fast food restaurant again. I don't care if a local operator has it. 
I don't care if it's a McDonald's or whatever. Stop going. Stop going now. Okay? You want to talk about uh, who's creating the spread? Yeah, fast food restaurants are. You want to get it at any restaurants. Not these independent owners who are spending all sorts of money to get you through. Folks, we suffered through probably the worst fall in memory. I was just thinking today, it's like it doesn't feel like fall. Still feels like summer. Mm. The weather isn't here. We did have a great uh, balloon fiesta uh, weather season, but no balloons. So what, what, what difference does it make? I was standing outside last night showing my kids Mars and Jupiter and Saturn and, you know, just looking out over the, the balloon fiesta area. It's just, it's so incredibly sad. I mean, New Mexico sucks right now in every way, shape, and form. By choice. By choice. You're absolutely right, Dad. Balloon fiesta cancellation is hitting the industry so hard. One guy, Adrian Montoya, this is by way of uh, KRQE, said having the balloon fiesta is like having Super Bowl. Albuquerque says that last year's fiesta attracted 860,000 visitors. I think our record of all time was like 920, 930. It raked in over 180 million. The fiesta generated nearly 42 million last year. 2020 has been a hard year for the hospitality industry. In fact, hotels are down 76%. Oh, and adding insult to injury with all that. <laughs> Yeah, even more taxes uh, for hotels and uh, even the uh, Airbnbs. That's off as well. Yep. People aren't coming to New Mexico, folks, because your governor doesn't like outsiders. She wants to keep you safe. So now winter's coming. Now up in Santa Fe. No one's going to be going to Santa Fe. They tore, tore down the obelisk. They tore down, you know, the monuments that are there. Nothing's safe. It's not fun. No social distancing by those people who tore down the obelisk today. I got all the video. Now, we've got some pleasant weather left, but uh, that pretty much ends. We had our last 80-degree day of the year. You might remember those 45-degree days that we had on September 9th and 10th. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the snow, right? That was weird. Oh, wow. That was killed the snakes in Corrales. I'm happy. <laughs> so now, <laughs> that's funny. So now, these restaurants are wondering whether or not they can survive because they're going to have to close outdoor dining. Because then... What's the occupancy of the inside? Under the state's public health restrictions, one of the two most restrictive health restrictions in the entire country, restaurants can only serve up to 25% of their usual customer capacity indoors. And that's probably going away Thursday. And now with a rise in the coronavirus cases across the state in recent days, in fact, our three-day average is well over 350, but nobody's talking about the numbers. No one's breaking down that it's nothing but 20- and 30-year-olds, but it's the range. There's no, no additional hospitalization. The outlook is now grim for those restaurants. Oh, and in fact, adding insult to injury yet again, KOB Channel 4 pushing this crap out. Dr. Jeff Salvan Harmon with Presbyterian Hospital. And let me, let me uh, caution you by saying this. Dr. Salvan Harmon actually does a good job here of quantifying everything. Okay? Uh, but, but the alarmist headline from KOB Channel 4 does him a disservice mm, mm. okay so he obviously has been reading and paying attention he's been involved for more than 40 years in studying this stuff he says he has a master's degree of biostatistics from johns hopkins hard to do better <laughs> the same people that are doing the national global statistics where i got my degree in the department of biostats then have spent 40 years in practicing biostatistics statistician epidemiologist so he's the guy you should pay attention to but uh, this is and actually he, the biostatistician hubert allen um, so he's taking on the doctor. So they're disagreeing. 
Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. Now, yeah, now, just, now just to I clarify got it. for the listeners. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Uh, Salvin Harmon is with Presbyterian. The biostatistician's name is Hubert Allen. And, and this is a delicious story, Eddie, and I missed this one. I'm so glad you brought it to my attention. Okay, so 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 Hubert Allen is the one. Yep. He's he's the good guy in yep. all this. Okay. All right. He worked for our sure. friend Carol Carol White. And he testified. He gave expert testimony. Yep. Now this case, I think there's two or three of them that went all the way to the Supreme Court. Okay. They were uh, looking at the rapid response data. Allen said that half of the rapid response call-outs to restaurants were to national fast food chains. Okay, and we did like a deeper dive into all this. He says, now what this tells me about epidemiology is that the closing indoor dining did not solve any problem of the COVID-19 test. Remember, he's just looking at the numbers. Yep. It did nothing, zero. In fact, the cases actually went up. Okay, and he gives a good recommendation. Remember, your governor fired the previous epidemiologist. One of eight senior officials to leave the administration. This is what Alan said. I hope when our governor, who I support 100%, comes to speak to us next Thursday, instead of trying the same thing again, which we've demonstrated has had no effect on the epidemic in restaurant workers, would say to people, let's treat our restaurant workers more like healthcare workers, and I'm going to get everyone you and N95 masks. I think that is superb. I think that's perfect and well-placed because that's what they're doing in Taiwan. That's what we're doing in other places. Hey, we've got a problem. We're not going to shut anything down, but we want you just to be responsible and take good care of yourselves when you go out. We're not going to restrict you. You can move about the cabin as much as you want. But remember, there's turbulence in 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 the airplane. So national food chains? Can you imagine asking the national food chains to take responsibility? That's what Alan says. So let me let me go. And very quickly, just so you know that these local restaurants are the ones that are getting uh, penalized. Uh, you found this. This is in, uh, coming from Eastern New Mexico yeah, News, and yeah. I know you like going into these uh, little areas. Kelly's Bar, they got they got serviced. Yeah. This, what happened? Uh, New Mexico State Police arrived. This is in Clovis, Curry County, way over on the Texas border. This is a local bar and grill, just, you know, kind of a locally owned place. Uh, the state cops said, hey, there's more than 200 people in your bar and grill. They cited them on October 2nd. Uh, claiming that they were uh, above the 25% of the estimated capacity of uh, 480. Citation alleges patrons were not wearing masks. Why are you not wearing masks? And social distancing was not enforced. But I think the owner, uh, Mr. Boyer, uh, Beyer, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the manager, uh, Heidi, uh, uh, Heidi, uh, I'm sorry, owner Jeff Beyer, manager Heidi Baca, I got him confused. Uh, so uh, Mr. Beyer said, uh, Heidi Beyer said, as far as dancers on the floor, people were dancing. Oh, oh my God. Enjoying life? You're not allowed to enjoy life anymore in New Mexico. As far as dancers on the floor, <clears throat> they are in the 60 and 70 year old couple couples. Uh, they are uh, they are the 60 and 70 year old couples who have been coming in for years to this bar and grill. They come in together, they dance together, they're holding hands when they walk in. It's hard to tell them you don't need to be dancing. You need to be six feet apart. So this is people living their life. How much do you think going out with your special sweetie? Uh, maybe you've been married to for decades, going out to your local bar and grill and enjoying life a little bit. You think that's probably good for immune, your immune system? You know, it's probably good for promoting health. Um, just and, unbelievable. And how did these people even get uh, reported in the first place? Somebody probably dropped so, a dime. Exactly. You know? Somebody yeah. picks up the uh, the state, because this is the state police. Yep. Remember, this isn't the local Clovis police. This isn't the local whatever Clovis County. I bet you the local law enforcement wouldn't be interested. They wouldn't in, even in, pay attention. Yeah, the state police it. showed up like, well, don't you know they're they're dancing over there at Kelly's Bar and Grill? Yep. They're spreading the corona, yep. right? This is just like that stupid website Yelp. I don't use it, by the way. 
fake as you know what. Oh, is it? I've never been. Oh, yeah, go to Yelp. It's a it's a crap. And, and the, the guy that uh, I had him here on the the radio station. It's basically like the more you pay, the more the, the better results that you get. Yeah, That's how that thing. works. Uh, clever. And now Yelp has announced a new business accused uh, of people, sort of the same type of line. But if is your is, does your restaurant support the Rock of Talk? Does your restaurant support this or that? They're, they have a new feature in Yelp. It encourages reviewers to rate their businesses based upon wokeness. wokeness. Is your business accused of racist behavior alert? Yelp, which during the summer supported Black Lives Matter by encouraging people to use only black-owned businesses, say they value inclusivity. They love this stuff. Mm. So there's an assault, a full-on assault. I want you never to go to another national chain. What about break the chain? What about that do- that dollar that you spend here at a local restaurant? 90% of that recirculates here. You spend it over here at one of these chain restaurants, does not recirculate back into these local economy. Stop going there. I don't care how easy and convenient it is. Okay? And remember, these people aren't really that connected to the community. These national restaurant chains, I mean, I don't even, I can't even tell you, the, I, you know, the, I haven't gone to a Chick-fil-A again. Me, me because Dan, I won't go. because I won't Dan Cathy was uh, no. yeah we had to go out and shine the shoes of black people disgusting according to Dan Cathy disgusting I took his photo off of my Facebook oh wow and I know many other conservatives who refuse to patronize I, I used I, to go and grab a even, milkshake I, every couple of weeks I don't anymore yeah I, I used to go see Len over here at, at this yep. Chick Fil A I'm like yep. I told Len I'll never come back I walked into his place and I said I'm just letting you know I'm not coming back to eat here eat lunch here every single day I'll never come into your place again and this is why. I encourage you to do the same, by the way, folks. Do what you want. But here's what you need to know about these national chain restaurants. These national chain restaurants have never done better. Everyone that has a drive-up, the coronavirus pandemic, Chipotle, (laughs) Domino's Pizza, larger operators have all the advantages here, folks. They got more capital, got more leverages with their lease. They can get breaks from their from their landlords. They got great geographic flexibility because everybody wants them on a hard corner, carry out, drive through, delivery. They do it all. Walmart, Target, never done better, folks. Posting their strongest sales. While many of these mom and pop shops, they're dying here on the vine. By the way, uh, you should look at some of the ownership of some of these chains. That's all I'm going to say. Tabasum Taz operates 400 KFC. Doesn't exactly sound like an all-American story to me. Hey, it's America. I can place my money where I want. You guys certainly can do that. If you're telling me that the, the only place, Yelp, I can go ahead and patronize is a black business, why don't we just go ahead and start drawing the line? By the way, here's the numbers. Chipotle more than tripled its online business sales in the second quarter. Domino's, Papa John's. Wingstop all reported double-digit same-store sales increases in the third quarter. U.S. same-store sales throughout all McDonald's, 4.6% increase. It included a rise in low double digits during September, its best monthly performance in nearly a decade. El Pollo Loco, the silver lining in this pandemic, according to Bernardo Acoca, is we are going to emerge stronger. Prospects for independent restaurants, meanwhile, are getting dimmer. Three quarters, 75% of the nearly 22,000 restaurants that closed across the United States between March 1st and September 10th were businesses with fewer than five locations. In other words, local mom and pop shops, according to the listing site. Could be any other way. Yeah, this very same Yelp. 
The association now predicts 100,000 restaurants will close this year. Sudden loss of many independent restaurants could permanently alter the landscape. Who goes to different cities to go, all right, have you ever tried the McDonald's <laughs> right. in Dallas? Have you ever tried the, tried the Chick-fil-A in Atlanta? Yeah, oh, yeah. have you ever been to the... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. Pa, wait, wait, no, that's, that, Those chicken McNuggets up in Denver are so oh, much better really, than they are here in really Albuquerque. <laughs> hey, I got a great idea. Why don't we go to McDonald's before we uh, head out to the, uh, to, you know, to the opera? I mean, no one. Exactly zero people. You know what uh, are the best places to go besides sushi places? Steakhouses. No, no argument there. Hey, I give a shout out to my good friends over at the Monte Carlo. Never been there, but still, I'm, it's a steakhouse. We had the uh, steakhouse uptown shut down. We have Ruth Chris. Go and you got to go and support Ruth Chris. Believe it or not, they're not that big, folks. They really are. That's true. Yeah. You know how hard it is to run a steakhouse. It's a great story in the Wall Street Journal talking about how Peter Luger, the Brooklyn institution, is now having to ship raw steaks to customers just to make ends meet. Fifty-five to sixty-five dollar chops, eighteen dollar burgers. He says the only way to actually maintain a restaurant business is to actually be open for business. Folks, what are we doing? What are we doing? The pandemic has hit full-service restaurants such as steakhouses much harder than fast food and other quick meal locations. Let's drill down for you. I love going to a steakhouse, right? Steakhouse is like, oh, do you know who sat there back in 1962? Oh, there's a picture of, uh, you know, <laughs> Frankie. And, and you, John, you know, you got all, all the greats that come through this steakhouse. What wines do you have? You know, like, like that's, that's dining, right? New York, 75% of the steakhouse is likely to shutter forever. These are steakhouses that have been operating for decades, couple in, a couple of centuries. Market research firm Technomic Incorporated projects sales at higher-end steakhouses will fall by as much as 50% alone this year. They cannot make ends meet. So what, are, what, what, what are all the, uh, the hipsters doing? Remember those guys in the, the tight jeans, the long yeah. beards, and the, 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 the freaky ways that they are? Andrew Zimmerman, executive producer and star of the three TV food shows, says, well, they're cooking at home. Bizarre Foods with Andrew Zimmerman said, Online videos about cooking steaks and lobsters have gotten a huge big bump in traffic. Hipster Jamie Green, 42-year-old publishing editor, lives outside of D.C., said he started making steaks over the summer and finds it an easy indulgence. I'll likely heap it up, adding that he doesn't plan to go to steakhouses even when the pandemic eases. We need a big promotion to go ahead and help every local restaurateur. I don't care if it's McDonald's, Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A, even maybe some local chains. Stay away from the local chains, too. Go to these uh, one-off restaurants and go there as much as possible. Support them, folks. They're doing everything they possibly can to stay in business, and you need to help them. That's where your dollars uh, need to go. Amen. 550-5500. That's 550-5500 here in the Kiva. 541. We'll talk about Hollywood and uh, entertainment. Stevie Nicks, Florida rapper. <laughs> the best, best, best story ever. Yeah. Just in case you were, uh, you need more money during this pandemic, I'll tell you what this guy was Enterprising doing. Enterprising young man. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, Kathy Griffin and uh, a Ruth Bader Ginsburg portrait. <laughs> 